0: Welcome to the All Time Misfit Podcast, where you have yours truly, Little B at Brunelli Sports, Chris A.K.A. Hater Supercharged Thirty Three, and Tyler at T Underscore Dement. We are going to be joined by a very special guest, Jules A.K.A. at Jeff Bear Eighty. He is not signed on yet, but once he does, we will introduce him again and appreciate him coming on. But let's go ahead and jump into this and let's talk about what we didn't get to talk about last week because the Adam Duvall Grand Slam that everybody had to ruin for me. Uh, and that the Braves ended up losing <laughs> that game, but the Braves came out and forced in Game Six and made sure that they closed out the World Series. And that, that Jorge Soler becomes the MVP of the World Series for the Atlanta Braves. And the Atlanta Braves bring back the title to Atlanta for the first time since 1995, and the first time appearance in the World Series since 1999. I was super excited. I stayed up, watched the whole game, watched 30, 40, 50 minutes after of the post-game stuff, celebrating. Didn't go to Ben's home. It was 1 o'clock, and I had to work at 5 a.m. in the morning. So, well worth it. It's ecstatic that the Atlanta Braves are back, and now I'm excited for the offseason to see what we do, if Freddie Freeman can – if we can re-sign Freddie Freeman because we want him back. That's the number one priority, and Freddie, <laughs> Freddie wants to come back. So, let's hope we can get that back, Okuna back and hopefully keep like a Duvall, Soler, or Eddie Rosario within that outfield and hopefully have Christian Pache or uh, Drew Rodgers ready to come up next year. You know what's
2: amazing about this play run is they didn't have a tumor. They didn't have one of the best All season. All season. So, no you know, potentially, if you get in that, you got a
0: We can hope. We can hope for it. I mean, congratulations to Brian Snitker and the Atlanta Braves and Alex Anthopoulos.
2: By the way, was not get about Brian
0: Snitker. I can't. I won't. Man to my word, I'm still not his number one fan. But you know what? The mother he brought me a World Series, so I will never complain about him again. He was a lot better than he has been in previous years, and Alex made the big trades. I wouldn't say big trades, but he made the smart, right trades that ended up winning the World Series for the Atlanta Braves. So, congratulations to him and. The curse is over for Atlanta and Georgia fans. The curse is over. So maybe this UGA run for college football could actually benefit into a national championship for the Atlanta, uh, for the Bulldogs. We'll wait and see. But uh, awesome news for Atlanta Braves. Let's go ahead and keep it moving on. We did not record Sunday night. We apologize that so we do not have Sunday night football prediction for you. I was under the how weather. about
2: those Titans, though?
0: Yeah, how about those Titans? You're not lying. Not that that bad, no. Not that bad, I did not. Not with Derrick Henry. Yeah, not with Derrick Henry. I thought it would be a better game. I mean, good good on the Tennessee Titans. But uh, let's go ahead and get into Monday Night Football predictions. It is 8.02 Eastern Standard Time on a Monday night. So let's go ahead and get our predictions in for Monday Night Football before the game is started. And for everybody who does not remember or do not know, it is the Chicago Bears. Versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, can we call it, like just a ugly game match? Because this is an ugly game. This is my this is hands down in my opinion worst Monday Night Football game of the year so far.
2: Yeah, we have to lose uh, that in
0: I don't know. The, there's, night. there's been a lot of Thursday Night Football stinkers. I
2: mean, that Jets versus Indianapolis. Yeah, but there are a
0: lot of points for fantasy. At least it was decent. Oh, they put we'll up see. a. I yeah, I didn't even watch that much of that game because it was that. I turned it on, like, late third and fourth. But, all right, let's go ahead and get Tyler. He's been obviously a little bit quiet here. So, Tyler, go ahead and give us your Monday night football predictions Chicago Bears at Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, uh, like you said, boring game here tonight. I will not be watching this game, by the way. Uh, I will be watching my eyelids, though, but not this game. <laughs> Uh, it's almost like they blindfold, seriously, it's, I mean, jokes aside, it's like they they blindfold uh, the people who make the schedule and make them pick, like, papers out of a jar to see who's going to be on these games, because at no point could anyone have actually thought this would be a good matchup. Um, it, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a relatively boring game. I wish Matt Nagy um, was going to be out again with COVID. Uh, sorry, but it's true. Um, because you know that team actually played with some life last week um, and you know they actually looked decent on offense uh, without him imagine that uh, but with him back I, I just I don't see it I hate it but I, I definitely think Pittsburgh wins tonight um, let's say uh, 23
0: to uh, 16. Yeah uh, thanks for that note and on that note Matt Nagy still has a job in the NFL and uh, if If it wasn't obvious enough that he should have been fired, it should have been last week after the offense actually ran and Justin Fields looks like a competent quarterback behind somebody else making the play calls and being a head coach. If that wasn't a cue from the general manager to get rid of their head coach, there's nothing else that can do it. I agree with Tyler, with Matt Matt, Matt Nagy coming back and doing the play call and being the head coaching. The Chicago Bears will lose against the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. Um, I don't think it's going to be an ugly game. Big Ben's been accurate because he's been accurate with short passes. So I really think that the Pittsburgh Steelers and Najee Harris and Big Ben just slow cut the Chicago Bears to death tonight to like with the 24 to 10 to 7 victory. I really see the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers winning by double digits here. I I have no confidence in Matt Nagy being back and Justin Fields under his watch. And they need to get Allen Alan Robinson involved. If they can get Allen Robinson involved finally, just yeah, I mean – Justin Fields has no reason to not succeed. Khalil Herbert has been on a tear. Down Darnell Mooney has been on a tear. You need to get Allen Robinson. You have a decent tight end and Cole Komet, you need to start using. They have the pieces for Justin Jefferson or Justin Fields to actually be a competent quarterback. Yes, is the offensive line not great, the best? No, it's not. But it's a and has he been torn? Yeah. But there's been a that's been offensive lines across the NFL this year. A lot of quarterbacks have not had a time and have struggled. So, I mean, I understand he's a rookie quarterback, but he has enough starts now that he should start feeling more confident and start reading the defenses better, and he hasn't. So let's we'll see if he can step up tonight. He has no reason not to succeed with the offensive weapons he has around him. Definitely when David Montgomery and company come back. So, But as of right now, as long as Matt Nagy's the head coach, Pittsburgh Steelers win, Najee Harris, Big Ben, just killed the Chicago Bears defense tonight. Like I said, 24 to 10 victory. What about you, Chris?
2: Well, oh, no. I just have a lot of advice for nothing to When Alan when Robinson is not whatever he's still open. And he's still out right there. He'll catch me. have I just wanted that. And he's still popping the ball. Come on. I got, I got the Steelers. I can't pick up Oh, I want to. But no, I got the Steelers 24 points.
0: Yeah, okay. Big news. I did not see this three hours ago. The Bears did activate David Montgomery, so let's see how involved he is tonight and if that hurts Khalil Herbert shares or not, who has been on a complete tear, as I said earlier. But, yes, Bears have activated David Montgomery, which just should make this offense more lethal now that you have a one-two punch Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery. But uh, also, big news to run through really quick before we talk about some other things is Derrick Henry is out for the season or out indefinitely. He is on the IR with a leg injury, so that sucks. But that is big news. from the Sunday night football game where the Tennessee Titans completely and utterly destroyed their opponents without oh, Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Los Angeles Rams, which is more impressive. Me, they won by double digits, 28-16, to 16, without Derrick Henry. That, so, that, yeah, Matthew yeah. St- is – yeah. I mean, you look at their stats – I mean, it's just a horrible game by Stafford because nobody on the Tennessee Titans offense did anything. It was all defense from <laughs> it really was. And with his Adrian Peterson return, he scored a touchdown. If anybody did not see that, Adrian
2: yeah, Peterson, yeah, he, he in the leg least.
0: yes. So, uh, awesome to see he from he that.
2: From the who scored, so high,
0: Hey, you know what? He's helping his Hall of Fame case, and he's helping his yards. So good for Adrian Peterson. I've always liked him, even though he was a Minnesota Viking and destroyed us for years. I always joked, I always joked that any team that's playing against the Packers should sign Adrian Peterson to a one-game contract because Adrian Peterson always feasts against the Green Bay Packers. So, um, the other big news, bigger loss, Jameis Winston or Derrick Henry. The New Orleans Saints lost to a last-second field goal from the Atlanta Falcons this weekend with Trevor Cinnamon. At leading the charge. And let me just say this. Can we just judge them really fast? They give fucking Taysom Hill how big of a contract to be a quarterback and they start Trevor Cinnamon over Taysom Hill, who you're paying $20 million plus to to be a quarterback. Like, what? Like, first he wouldn't get off the Taysom Hill train and now he won't. He like abandoned him. Like, what are the Saints doing here? Yeah, they still have a winning record, but like, what the hell are they doing? Like, you lost your you lost your starter for the rest of the year with horn ACL, James Winston, and you're gonna go start Trevor. Is this By a joke?
2: Way, when Taysom Hill didn't come in the end, honestly, you looked better than
0: Trevor's and that's it. <laughs> no, we're we're a long time podcast that is a Taysom Hill non-believer. So yeah, i mean, it's just him
2: in all I'll let one of those two, but right now, the same ship and in.
0: Very much so. But who is a bigger loss there, Tyler? Do you think lose the Tennessee Titans lose Derrick Henry or the New Orleans Saints losing James Jameis Winston?
1: Uh, it's definitely Henry. Um, I mean, he was having an MVP type of year. Um, I mean, he's what makes that team go. You know, regardless of them getting a win last night, you know, which in all reality, I know that we didn't get to pick this game last night because we weren't on, but I would have definitely picked that Rams in that game. This whole season in general has just been super odd. I mean, like, people, people, you know, teams winning against teams they probably shouldn't and vice versa. I just, because to be honest with you, like, I mean, Tennessee's defense, they stepped up last night. They stepped up last night. But, you know, the thing is, is like their defense has been bad, you know, like especially in the secondary. And then all of a sudden last night, you know, they just step up to the plate and Stafford looks terrible. You know what I mean? It just, there's been so much weird stuff going on. But in the long haul, the Titans are going to really miss Henry and, and, you know, the thing about it is Jameis Winston wasn't playing bad, but you know, he's not their team. You know what I mean? Like it, it's totally different. You know, the way that Henry affects, affects uh, the Titans versus Jameis with the Saints. And obviously, you know, new Orleans, I didn't like them much this year anyway, but they're not going to do anything with Trevor Simeon as their quarterback or Taysom Hill. So, you know, they probably should get somebody in, you know, in there, but, It's definitely Henry for me. Uh, In the long haul, we're going to see that. Just because it didn't, you know, the first week without him, I'm not going to read much into that because, like I said, it's been a very odd year anyways.
0: Yeah, you're not lying. It really has been. I have to agree it is a Derrick Henry. I mean, Jameis Winston was being a very great game manager for the New Orleans Saints. He wasn't winning a lot of games, but he wasn't losing games. He was doing everything he needed to do to make sure the team was – doing just enough to win. So that affects them big time. I can't imagine Trevor stays the starter for much longer. You have to at least hand the reins over to Taysom and let him play some more because he looked a lot more competent last year than Trevor did at all throughout the two games he's played. And he looked more competent in the game that he did play a little of. So you have to just let Taysom... Taysom knows the offense and can play the offense a lot better than Trevor can. That's the straight truth. So... We'll see what happens. But uh, the other big news of this... Wait, wait, wait. wait. That, hold on. You already answered it. I didn't answer it. What do you got? You're already going to say James Winston. I already know you hate her.
2: Yeah. James Winston. They lost a lot of games yesterday. I mean, obviously, Hill is confident. Okay? Like, he's a of that. It's not the best of that in the league. They got weapons. They we got up Jones. They got A.J. Brown. They got A.J. Jameson now. Like... They can still win games and make the playoffs. The Saints, not having games and are not going to make the playoffs whatsoever. Now, the ship shifting the Saints, like you said, and bye-bye the season. And let's think of that. Call it
0: I would say Cam Newton's more of realistic.
2: <laughs> Actually, who, who's the other one out there? It's Cam Newton.
0: I'll I'll trade you Jordan Love. That's all I'll say. I'll trade Jordan Love.
2: Uh, then.
0: But, all right, let's go ahead. We can't think of the name, so we're not going to sit there and try to think about it. No,
2: no, no, no.
0: OBJ forces his way out of Cleveland. The, it has been official as of like three hours ago. OBJ has been waived by the Cleveland Browns. I guess they reworked his contract a little bit to probably make it a little bit more favorable for him to probably be picked up by a team. And I can't imagine OBJ clearing the waivers. I mean... I, he oh, hasn't, of course. course, he he needs to go to a contender.
2: Too expensive. Happened.
0: Well, no team. I mean, that's why I'm saying, like, Indianapolis Colts, Tennant. and oh, I'm trying to think of a good team. I mean, people want to always go to the Packers. We're not that he, he's in Kansas City. Like, the Packers are just not going to do it. He's not, he's too much. I mean, he's too much of a diva, and I just can't, I can't you see it. Devontae's not a diva, though.
2: No, he said he wants the ball all the time. I
0: mean, the OBJ would definitely help open the offense more for the Green Bay Packers. Don't get me wrong. OBJ could be a, a very competent two and help open our fields a lot more. But I can't imagine us doing the waiver claim for him. If we do, I will be 100% shocked. That is no lie. But I I mean, you guys saw that
2: Pattons don't have any room.
0: We could we we just cleared a whole bunch. We I mean we could probably make the room if we really wanted to, but I again we don't they reworked his contract. So we don't know what that contract is and how much it is for. So we don't know if it means like a team like Kansas City or the Packers or one of these contenders that at least they did OBJ right that way by reworking his contract. We don't know what those details are right now, but it might have been able enough to help him land on a contender like the Kansas City Chiefs or the Green Bay Packers or the Indianapolis Colts who don't have the cap space but I can't imagine a team like the Detroit Lions who are in a complete rebuild are going to put in a waiver like you've already said they won't for OBJ. He he's a one year rental really at this point for a team. So it makes no sense for a team in a complete rebuild to bring I mean, in a player like that. Yeah, I mean
2: he looked like this.
0: Yeah, everybody wants to joke around like the Rams are going to pick him up. I can't imagine the Rams actually picking him up. They already have enough weapons. They, I mean, Van Jefferson's starting to, you know, come out of his, you know, his shell and coming out his second year. So I don't think you want to ruin anything with Van Jefferson. Plus, you got Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, uh, Tyler Higby, Darnell Henderson, who's having a really good year, definitely out of the backfield, catching the ball. So I can't see the Rams doing it. So I would really, I, Kansas City Colts are probably my biggest two contenders to pick, you know, claim him. I really can't think. Gonna pay for it. They could. I mean, I mean they're, they're not. Really re- they don't really I, have it. Life. No, Ooh. Hear me out. Buffalo Bills. No. I mean, Stephon Diggs is, I mean, yeah, I mean, Cole Beasley, but he's just a slot guy. If you could get Stephon Diggs, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders isn't since like week two has not done anything. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't know what happened to him. A
0: lot of Yeah, so I mean, New Orleans Saints. I mean, they're actually kind of contenders, even though they're losing. Exactly. Exactly. I really have to say, it's a team with a quarterback who's missing, who's a contender, who's missing. Maybe the yeah. Oakland Raiders.
2: Yeah, maybe not that. From the
0: the Las Vegas Raiders could be a, a, a prime destination. They're still contending, and you know, losing who will go ahead and just use it as a beautiful segue here. Losing Henry Ruggs after Henry Ruggs' massive accident. I mean, obviously, if you haven't heard it by now, you should be listening to our podcast because it's all over the news. And if you're hearing from us first, I don't know where you've been. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> <do> <laughs> but Henry Ruggs has been released by the Las Vegas Raiders due to a uh, vehicle manslaughter. He is speeding. Oh, like I I don't even know. It was over like 120 miles an hour. Yeah. Over 150 downtown Las Vegas and just completely uh, rammed into a person. I don't like just a sympathies out to the family of the lost ones. And uh, it's just huge news for Henry Ruggs and for the Las Vegas Raiders. He's a first round pick two years ago and probably has played his last down in the NFL. I mean, it depends on what everything comes out of it. I mean, if Michael Vick. Was able to make a return. There's always chance, but I really don't know how. I mean, Leonard Little. I can't. I, I lied. Leonard Little for the St. Louis Rams 20, 30 years ago. I don't know if you know this story, guys. So let me ask you this. Do you know who Leonard Little is for the St. Louis Rams, right? That. Defensive end. But Leonard Little, not one, but two DUIs that killed a fa- the same family member. It was the wife and then the son. He, two duis ended up killing the same the mother of a family and the son of the family and that person was a photographer for the St Louis Rams and he had a contract agreement that he would he would not take any photos of Leonard little mm. so I mean did Leonard little got I don't know what uh, it's it's something you could actually read up it it's it's out there just look it up I mean it's a true story I read it back in the day but if Leonard little could do that I mean I know it's a whole different yeah. culture so well,
2: and Las Vegas is a lot more split. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I was about to say. That 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 he has no chance of that happening here. Um, people already speculated, like initially, like, oh, he'll get out of it, blah blah blah. Not happening. No, not there. He's not because they're they got a very strict policy on that charge. Like they, you can't that that charge can't be lessened. So no matter what way you look at it, as long as he's convicted, he's going to prison. Period. And then do they we add. Go ahead, Tyler.
0: That the, the
1: the vehicular manslaughter charge, which they call it something different in Las Vegas, but um, it holds a minimum of two years, a maximum of twenty. But um, they also have gotten him on a felony gun charge as well, which could put him in prison oh. for up to forty-six years. So yeah, he he might never play again. Playing, yeah, he's no. definitely not he, playing again. I mean, he. He'll be lucky. I mean, I'm he might sh- not even
0: How is his bond he- only 10000 dollars Really? I mean, that's only yeah, a thousand it- dollar bail bond. That is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, he's he's I mean, definitely not playing in the NFL again. Maybe in another city no. that would have been a possibility, but he that that's shot because of where it happened at. And honestly, he yeah, never he, he doesn't pursue ever again, anyways.
0: No. So speaking of all that, love it or hate it, Derek Carr came out with the quote stating he needs people to love him right now if no one else will do it i will do you love that or hate that tyler
1: i went back and forth with this all day because a part of me hates it and a part of me loves it um i mean it's hard because to me it's hard it's hard to love it in the sense of like what he did was like you know just totally irresponsible and you know Somebody innocent got taken because of it, but I think he's looking at it as in you know obviously everyone's against him right now, and I think when he woke up the next day and realized what really happened, he probably felt an intense amount of shame and regret, um so we can only hope he did well, I mean, I'm we- sure he did even if even if it's even if it's you know not even if it isn't because he killed somebody, he knows for sure that his life's done, you know. So yeah. it's kind of hard I go back and forth on it. I mean, I can see where Derek Carr is coming from, but it's also hard to hard to at the same time because at the end of the day, you know, he's alive and the person that he he killed obviously is not. So yeah. I can't necessarily say one way or the other. That that's just kind of my thoughts on. It.
0: No, I'm 100% with you. I've thought about it. I've I I love it and hate it. I I can't say either or. I mean, I can't say either or right now because it really comes down on how Henry Ruggs is feeling. Like, does he feel remorse? Does he feel guilty? Does he actually care? Like what he was doing, he obviously knew what he was doing. You're you don't speed 150 without knowing you're speeding 150 with and definitely in city limits. Like that's not like I don't I mean, care that, what time it oh, is. Okay, so so I you first there's no reason in nowadays to drink and drive. By the way, don't drink and drive. We exactly. I mean. Exactly. Don't drink and drive. There's no reason. Not with Uber. Not with freaking Uber. Lyft. You yeah. Yes. You're long. I don't. I don't, I don't care how. F- and definitely Las Vegas. I could tell you there is probably VIP services for there these is. people. There, you can lift an Uber. That you get to. Excellent Uber and have a nice car drive you home, like and or you can fucking pay a minion at this point of your life. Yeah, no,
2: that's what I'm saying. If if Henry loves makes a lot of money, and enough not it has that money, but not enough money to have his own driver driving around and exactly.
0: They're like so. I love that his quarterback. Is supporting him through a rough time. Derek Carr probably knows a lot more of the situation with you, he with than us, because he's probably spoken to Der- uh, Henry Ruggs since the incident. Somehow in jail, you know, visited him or called him on the phone. Something. So I like I'm with I can't love it or hate it because of what was happening, you know, a family losing an innocent, you know, daughter in the in the accident, and it was a horrific accident. And then losing also her dog. You know, she passed away with her dog because of it. I mean, it's just a horrible incident lo- around. So I, I'm pushing this. I can't say love or hate it because I, I just don't know enough. I'm with Tyler. So, Chris, what about you?
2: Hey, I don't know what it is, I'm not going if as the accident. And for it. What Derek has done, and that's my teammate. I'm going to rally around that guy. That's a good leader. And it, by the way, that's when you guys didn't hear what he said after John Wooden got fired. He said, I love Batman. I don't hear anybody says. So Derek Hart is showing immense leadership beyond his years that a lot of from in the fleet. were, he said, oh, Henry Ruggs, oh, uh, he's a lost cause. You know? Everybody deserves a certain chance and it, it I'm saying if it was Tyler or you and and that happened to you, I still
0: love that. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely understand where you're coming in. I appreciate it. You're right. I mean, not every, you know, there's mistakes that happen to all of us. We're not perfect. We're human. So, I mean, it is nice that you know, he's getting support. I mean, I, you know, who knows? Again, we don't there's know. There's
2: not a million people lambasting this dude on Twitter. Yeah. For anyway,
0: Luckily, he can't read it all anymore. Luckily,
2: he can't read it all. $10,000 bond. What the fuck?
0: Yeah. Quit playing. Quit. So let's go ahead and move on. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, some college football here really fast. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and ignore a specific somebody because we know how he feels. Um, but there, Chris. No, 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 no,
1: no. Hey, no, no, no. I wanted this.
0: Oh, you want in this? Okay, I you know I was just I was just doing what I'm used to because I know how you feel. But college football playoffs. I don't know if you've seen the first college football playoff for, uh, from the college football committee. But what are your thoughts about the college football playoffs from the week one of the committee? I have not seen week two since I've only seen week one. Did they ever come out with week two yet? Not yet. I think next tomorrow. I think you're right. Okay, so so what are your th- opinions on week one of the college football committee? Because there's obvious one misunderstanding here from the college football committee. But I want to see...
2: Let's let Tyler go. I want to hear...
0: Yeah, Tyler never wants to talk about college football. So, Tyler,
1: what you got? Well, first, I just want to say the college football playoff is a fucking joke. That's the first thing I want to (laughs) say. And then, I understand that um, we're supposed to buy or sell one of these top 10 teams. So, I want to sell the shit out of the Ohio State suck eyes, okay? My God, I love I've never
0: loved Tyler so much in my life until right now.
1: <laughs> I mean this team, here we go, man. Oh my god. <sighs> These, this team has barely escaped this year with so many teams. The latest, Nebraska. I mean seriously, they came into the game with what, like two wins I think or something, maybe three, something like that. Yeah, no good. It is it. And somehow they're still ranked higher than an undefeated Cincinnati Bearcats team. Okay, now look, I understand how some people feel about Cincinnati. You know, they they obviously did not have, they don't have a, a tough schedule, and obviously that has to do with you know the conference that they play in. There, there's nothing really they can do about it. But I think that you know the this college football playoff is so geared toward um certain schools and certain conferences that if you can't allow cincinnati to get in this year if they do go undefeated you're better off to just literally not even allow them to be ranked because you can't there would be nothing they can do to get in and that's not just them but it's any school like them um i i just i i don't i don't agree with how how it works um I think it's all geared towards how much money each school has, how many fans they have, all that. That's not what it should be about. And and granted, we don't know. Maybe Cincinnati would get rolled by one of these other three teams if they weren't for. But we don't know that. And I think they, you know, if they go undefeated, they deserve to be in there just to see. If not, you have to just stop allowing any team in. It, you, you just got to basically say, if you're not SEC, Big Ten, blah, 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 you can't get in. Um. And to me, that's wrong. And I just have this gut feeling that even if they go undefeated, they will not be in the top four. They will pick an Ohio State team that maybe even loses again, for God's sakes, into the top four before they'll let allow Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. They always do that very much, so that the Ohio the committee loves Ohio State. It's known. It's it's ridiculously known.
2: Nothing stands to Ohio State. It's just like why? Okay, so look at this. We got a Georgia, is obviously a lot. than are 9-0. Then you got Alabama, who lost to a rent team. And then you lost and got Orton. Why is Orton in there? He lost to a solid ass team. Cincinnati, by the way, it's about the power, a schedule, power rankings, whatever. And, and uh, Cincinnati's ranked 100, by the way. I don't know if you know yeah. that. Oh, no,
1: no, I know so, it's not
2: good. But if you went out and then you got to win against Notre Dame, and, and Notre Dame's still doing pretty well they went none. So, and here we go. You're selling, you're selling Ohio State and buying Cincinnati. I'm going to buy, I'm buying Georgia, and this is obvious. I Georgia is going to the national title game. The only team that is in them is Alabama. And I really think that it's dead past Alabama this year, and they they two to win the title. And I'm selling Oklahoma. This team is just like Ohio State. They're overrated. But they're throwing winning games. And you know what? They're not even that good. Now, moving on. Moving on to our next segment. And it's now week nine. All right, Tyler. Let's hear about the Bengals.
1: Uh, well, just not a very good week. Um... Uh... Uh, team didn't oh, do very good well you know i mean they didn't do very many they didn't do hardly anything good at all yesterday um i mean defensively i mean it, too many turnovers i mean the turnovers in in general i think are are the main the main culprit you know you you can't turn the football over a lot and they they have been lately um that's gonna kill you obviously every single time um but i i'm not gonna overreact only no. So it
2: sounds like in the left zone.
1: Yeah, yeah, well,
2: no one, no one there is score. and then like, comes back. No, 6
1: he's a young player. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna freak out I'm about it.
2: Little, Boyle, no that no one nothing hurt that in my and then that's no
1: Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna overreact because you know. The AFC is still wide open. There's there's two teams, there's two teams left in the AFC to have only two losses. The one team we already beat and the other team lost to the Jets, just like Cincinnati did. So even they I don't I don't feel like either of those teams have set themselves apart and everybody else in the division have got three or four losses and 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 that's exactly where Cincinnati is right now. So I'm not going to overreact or worry too much yet because no one has taken advantage of of the of the conference being kind of weak this year, um, and and it's again it's been a weird weird year anyways. You know, one week somebody that has no business losing does, and so I, I'm just I'm not gonna overreact. I mean, yeah, it sucks to losing, um, but I'm not gonna overreact about. It.
2: Hey, you know the positive part is yeah, by right, yeah, right, yeah, help combat left and The Positive is with Daniel's is. If they start slow, if they do and start fast, it will help them a lot. Now, you want to talk about Lilton's patents.
1: Nah. Uh, did you watch, it? <laughs> uh, did very, you watch very, it? Very, very little. Very, very little. Well,
2: oh, I did watch it. And you know what? Everyone's coming out on social media They're calling someone love a bus and all this nonsense. And you know what? Get this man a great? He's stepping in some big shoes here. Aaron Rodgers, no matter what trouble he's in right now, and still going to the best quarterbacks of all time. And, and he'll never be my favorite Packers, but, you know, he's got big teams to fill, and you're not going to throw them in one league. And, and he did play a pretty good, I, I, I wouldn't say, but a team team that has been doing Super Bowl twice after three years. So we got to help this man some Slack. And it's not like he gave the game away. I mean, he didn't do enough to win the game. So, I really do think that eventually he told that, a confident And if he's got those first 13 reps with Devontae Adams and that whole offense, I think he would know it a better. But, who knows. Anyways, moving on to my game. The only team that won yesterday on this podcast. And did you watch this game, time?
1: Um no, I couldn't. It uh they we didn't have a doubleheader on CBS yesterday.
2: Oh, that's lame. Well, Justin Herbert, you no, know, he had his, one of his worst performances last week. And but you know what? Yeah, one of his best performances yesterday. And, and I saw something you know, football, it's on Pro Football Note. not hit. That said that when Justin Herbert was under pressure yesterday, he had a perfect pass rating. Now that is she's an elite quarterback. And you know what? Shout out to the Eagles. They're, they're a lot better than I thought they would be. But, it's, you know, that's the whole thing that they're The only problem is our run; We cannot get to run. We're going to we have big problems By the way, yeah, like don't we play either. the Bengals?
1: Yeah. We uh, it, play the Bengals. 5th. That's
2: just been bit a the, the whole time.
1: Well, no, I was saying, you guys lot have trouble next week. You guys got Minnesota. Dalvin Cook should have a field day.
2: Oh, um, but you guys like want win all over. You know, Asian. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, we'll right here. So, we'll skip Texas, uh, that game was the spot. Uh, all right, Thursday night Do you even know who the Thursday night game
1: is? Yes, Miami versus Baltimore.
2: Oh, um, really you're right. Yeah, Helen Helen uh it's
1: it's uh Stevie. Stevie Wonder. It's, it's, uh,
2: Stevie, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: What's not that uh, I mean, obviously I got Baltimore. <laughs> I mean, by the way, okay. they said they I heard that they're pretty sure Brissett will have to start again, by the way, so not that that's oh, much worse goodness. um I mean Baltimore's gonna win this game big. Um 30 to 10, and that might be conservative.
2: Yeah, that might. Considering the Ryan Dalton's going to be over, like, five times <coughs> Uh, yeah. I'm going to pick the Ravens. I'm going to say three, five 7. I think Lamar Jackson, that the day. Then, you know, if you have the Ravens Then you, you might want to start But that's all you have for the all-time this podcast. This is the Hater. Don't forget to follow the podcast at NTSPOD. Don't forget um, to subscribe on
1: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at T underscore Dement.
2: Have a everybody. hey, Veterans Day is serving. Everybody, you know that no blinds are talking. Thank you for serving. You know, it is the hardest thing to lose and clothing this time. So, yeah.